Welcome to episode five of Conversations with Kenny. Today's guest, the author of Rap Goals, Darrell Howard. What's up? What's going on, man? How you feeling today? I'm good. I'm good. Tell the people about you. Tell the people your backstory. Well, my backstory is I am. I came from Brooklyn down in Baltimore when I was like 16, 17. Then after that, um, graduated high school, went to apprenticeship school for four years, worked out in the electrical field for another like maybe what seven seven years how you get into like the electrical field because that's a tough field to get into Nah, it's really easy um honestly it's only really three wires bro really um you don't have to be that smart oh to be man that's crazy i can't, I can't <laughs> like, even put the shelf together man the, the the people that i worked with you can you can outwork <laughs> them really really fast if you just really just sit and look at it that's crazy so it's, it's, it's not as hard as you think so i got into that because i went to a trade school when i was in new york so I was like, oh, man, this is kind of cool. Like, you can go to school. You can go to, a, like, you can learn a trade, and you don't have to go to school. That's See, dope. I was my whole thing. I ain't really like school too much. So I was just I'd like. I agree with you on that one. I hated college. Yeah, I wasn't really one. I seen all, like, people before me go, and I'm like, man, I'm just like them. So I'm seeing how they <laughs> dropping out and failing out. I'm like, I'm probably going to be the same way. So I don't need to go that route. So I need to learn from their lessons. And what else can I do? I always like working with my hands, so I said, you know what? Let me do this electrical thing. That's dope. That's super dope. Yep. So then after that, I just did that. and um, Then a couple years later, went to the construction management field. Didn't really like that either. Uh, and then I just jumped into this book, kind of. So what, what gave you the inspiration to write your first book? What gave me the inspiration to write my first book? Um, the Death of Another Black Man by the Police. It happens all too often in the, in the black community. Yeah, it happened about four years ago. It was definitely it was four years ago. I don't know who exactly it was because it, it happens so much. So it's like, all right, I didn't even know who it was, but I got tired of just walking around like talking to you, talking to somebody else like about you know how we can solve these situations or you know just frustrations. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get everybody in my phone and I'm gonna send them a text message. And I sent everybody a text message. And they all got mad at me because I sent them a text message and they was like, yo, bro, they got apps that you can really use yeah. and utilize where it's like a group text. I'm like, all right, cool, my bad. Go over here. So how long did it how long did it take you to complete your book? A year and a half. Oh. Did you did you go through what is the word I'm looking for? Writers, writer's block. Yeah, I went through all that. I went through writer's block. I went through um, you know, different trials and tribulations throughout the whole process of writing a book you know you got different things that go on in life you're just like man you got i was working a full i'm working a full-time job as i'm writing this I'm about book to say, that's so, gotta be like, hard working a full-time so, job and writing a book Woo. so i'm working a full-time job and i also have my two children so i'm like all right so i have them too so i'm like all right i'm juggling that i'm juggling two other people's lives plus my life and writing a book to all my friends because i told them that i was gonna write this book to them I was going to write, not even write this book because it didn't start out as a book. I just told him I was going to write something positive to them every day for 365. Do you, do you think the fact that you put it out there in the atmosphere that this is something that you wanted to do, it gave you the, the added coverage to make sure you got it done? Um, Yeah, it that and then also just from keeping my word. I okay. learned that uh, whenever I keep my word, things go right. If I don't keep my word shit don't really go listen I, I would agree with you i was i was saying yesterday that for me as long as i'm patient things always tend to work out the way they're supposed to exactly so when i i, I find that when i keep my word 
things go right. <laughs> when I don't. So, and yeah. in, in, in rap goals, what is the first chapter about? All right, so it's not really, it's not a chapter book per se. Okay. So rap is an acronym that I created, right? So rap stands for responsibility, accountability, progression. These are my three mm, keys to life. powerful. So no matter what you're going through, you can always use rap. So in any situation, you can hold yourself responsible, you can hold yourself accountable, and you can progress from Still. there. So every day I'm going through it daily. So we're going through a 365. It's kind of like a, almost a devotional. I didn't even okay. know it was a devotional okay. to somebody <laughs> put it out there to me one day like, yo, you know, you wrote a hip hop devotional. I so it's pretty much almost like a devotional. So basically what I do is I break down a rap quote for 300, um, a quote a day. Then I give an assignment for that day. And then at the end of the assignment, you're supposed to write in your journal. So I got lines inside the book for you to write That's in fine. your journal because this really what this was, was my journal. So mm. to my friends, for real. So it was like, you know, once you start writing in your journal, things start happening. Look book came about you know right. what i'm saying just from writing a <laughs> journal right so it's like you know i want everybody else to have that same feeling so once okay. you do that and once you and these assignments are going to hold you responsible going to hold you accountable and you're going to progress because you're sitting there writing these things down and you're like oh man i'm holding my like am i doing what i said i was going to do or am i not you know and then only you can judge you that's very true so when did you fall in love with rap uh i grew up I, that's what i grew up that's what i grew up in i grew up in so you know 87 that's not, I, I was in the middle i grew up in the middle of the <laughs> birth of like so like the, the greatest debate I, of all time is your top five you got to get the people your top five who is in your top five uh my top five rotates all the time bro i ain't gonna lie to you um i'm gonna put nip kiss big hove nas Oh, that's powerful. That's that's a that's a good top five right there. Listen, that's a very good top five. You know, I got a couple like I got a bunch more, but you know, <laughs> I just just giving five just random, like just not just know it's a bunch of them. Like I got all these artists <laughs> up there. Those are like really all. My so favorite. out of all three hundred and sixty-five quotes that you have in the book, which one touched you the most? Uh, one of the ones that touched me the most. They all pretty much hit differently. Um, I say, I tell everybody, whenever you open up the book, whatever you, day you open up on, that's the day you were supposed to read. And nine times out of mm. 10, they open it up and they read it. They like, damn, I need you to hear that that day. I'm like, sounds yeah. like you're taking, like you're taking <laughs> them to rap church. Yeah. That's what it so, sound like. Nah, that wasn't my intentions. <laughs> so, but uh, my favorite day would probably be day 85. Uh, okay. That's the shirt that I have on today. That's this Nipsey Hussle quote. Um, it says, uh, get on your feet until you, until you bruise your feet or run the streets into the reverie's eulogy. So, meaning, I broke that down and I talked about running and reading. And what I learned throughout this process of writing this book was, um, I started running at first. Mm -hmm. So I was running and I'm like, okay. So when I figured out when I was running, if I looked over to my left and right, my time would be slower. Mm. If I looked down, I would, be dwell I would be dwelling on my past. I would be thinking about all the issues that happened that day, that week maybe i should have said something that i shouldn't have said or the, <laughs> all these things start happening and if i start looking up then i'm just in the clouds and i'm, I'm in the future and i'm just <laughs> and my time still slow because i'm still i'm just here so um I, I learned that when i focused and locked in and just looked at where i was going and paid attention to my lane that i could get things accomplished and my time was actually faster and i started defeating that little voice in your head when you're running, because there's always something in your in your mind that's always saying, "Oh, I got a cramp. 
my leg. 100% right. <laughs> like, it's always a little voice in you that's that's telling you to stop while you're running. And then once you learn how to defeat that voice, you can defeat pretty much anything. Um, and then reading, reading is pretty much self-explanatory because um, it's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. Anything you anything you want to do, somebody did it. That's a fact. And, and it's in a book somewhere. So true. you can find it by reading. So <laughs> that, those are the two things that, you know, you got to constantly be, you know, running the streets, man, until you bruise your feet. You got to <laughs> just be on that grind, man, always constantly learning and running and growing. And what was the first thing that came to your mind when you found out Nip- Nipsey Hussle had passed away? Um, I was, man, I shed tears. Um, I shed tears and I was hurt because this actually, my book actually came out the final final copy came out the next day like i got the final mm. copy the next day and i got his quote on the back of my book That's like crazy. out of all the quotes that i got in my book i figured i put this nip quote on there because it touched me the most mm. at the time and i was like man this is pretty much what the book is about <laughs> and the quote on the book says it ain't a force in this world like a focused drive you got to focus on yourself like an only child when you when you when you focus on yourself you make your dream really when you make your dream really you make your team better so you know, he, he, listen, he was a poet with the words. He was definitely a poet with the words. Exactly. So this was this, you know, it was kind of eerie because I had it had came out. You know, I started doing it in January of last year and I got it and I bought I picked the wrong size because I was doing it myself because <laughs> I was self-publishing. So I picked the wrong size. I picked the textbook. So my book was like this. Oh, so I'm wow. like, damn, this is a textbook. I can't really be out the back of my trunk with a textbook. <laughs> so I had to kind of make the I had to change that. So I changed that up. I had to change the font. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me change the font. Let me make this font eight. Never make the font eight if you're self-publishing. Nobody will be able to see it. That's the truth right there, guys. Listen, if you're self-publishing, do not make the font eight. You got to go 10 to 12. Go (laughs) 10 to 12. Don't even even go below that. Oh, man. 10 to 12. I would say shoot for 11. That's crazy. You know, but, yeah, I had to learn that because then after that, again, I did it with the size eight font, and I got that again in, like, February something, and I'm like, I'm because I was waiting for this book to come out because it took me another year and a half to get the book out because I was oh, wow. editing myself. I was sitting there doing Listen. all everything. I did all this stuff myself. So I was just like, man, I'm just, you know, fixing, finding out the cover, like getting cover art and doing all that stuff. Just, it's a dope. Yeah. It's a great, great cover art. Great cover. One hundred dollars at Fiverr. Oh, man. Listen. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like, listen, use your resources. That's a fact. You gotta re- use your resources. Gotta learn to maximize the things that you have because you can't expect more if you can't maximize what you already have. That's a fact. So, what was one of the most challenging? Th- what was the one of the most challenging things you went through through the duration of creating this book? Um, to keep going. Mm. Uh, because a lot of times, you know, we get we we start something, but then. You know, as you start going, as life start happening, you're like, man, I'm not, I'm not about to do this. <laughs> like, I don't feel like doing this today. Like you're saying, you be going to the gym, right? I know every day you go to the gym. I know for me, when I was going to the gym, I never wanted to go to the gym oh, every sucks. day. Like yeah, every day, I never wanted to. Like I never wanted to go to the gym. They'd be like, yo, why you be going? Like you be seeming so pumped up. I'm like, if you see me at 4:30, <laughs> and the conversations that I was having with myself to get me here at five then you would know like yeah i hate waking up and doing this but i still get up and go do it and, you know that was the and that was the challenging part you know just having days where you like 
you know, I don't really want to do this. Or I don't feel like writing because something happened. You're like, man. Or you just want to go have fun. But Sacrifice. You got to sacrifice. <laughs> you got to make those sacrifices. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to pick a day. Can you tell me what, what goal is on that particular day without even looking? No. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. I wouldn't even lie Le- to you like guys, that. At least he's honest. I wouldn't even lie but, to you that. Like that okay. Boy. What was the least? You could pick a day. And you could open it up. What? And you could talk about it, and I could tell you exactly what was going on. I, I when you uh, which goal did you write that you felt like did not inspired you, but was able to inspire change around you? Um, I wouldn't say it was a goal per se. I would say it was consistency. Uh, Everyone seen my consistency and they're like, yo, that's crazy. So now that's just pretty much, you know, what you're, what you're known for. So, you know, for that consistency. Mm. So that's the, that's the foundation that you set. So now everybody like, yo, how do you do it? It's no, they see that there's no tricks that I did because they know (laughs) I'm, I'm going, I do videos every day. So you can see my videos, the progression, like there's no tricks that I'm doing. I'm just consistent. Okay, consistency is key, guys. You get better as consistent as as you the more consistent you are. With the current landscape of the music industry, what what is the most surprising thing about music today for you? The most surprising thing? Nothing really surprises me too much anymore when it comes <laughs> to music. I mean, it's it's pretty much the same game but just different like I said, nothing new under the sun. It's just innovated differently now okay like you know they've been doing the same thing before but it's just now you might got newer toys and trinkets that <laughs> you can do it with you can do it with the internet now it's like a few inter you know interventions but it's pretty much the same of what's dope, going on dope. so i see that nipsey is one of your favorite artists how old were you when you discovered his music or how about when did you discover his music uh when crenshaw was that that was like 2003 I don't know what that. And what about what about that particular project drew you to him? Because you're from you said New York City, so mm-hmm. he's a West Coast rapper. So. Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn, not New York. <laughs> <laughs> from Brooklyn, not New York, guys. <laughs> right. So you know, West Coast and East Coast don't really. The music is a different vibe. So what about his music attracted you to it? Oh, nah, I'm not really a West Coast, East Coast. I listen to lyrics. Like I'm saying, I break lyrics down, bro. Okay. It don't matter where you're from. If you're saying something that that stick and that I can relate to and that I can learn from. My, one of my favorite artists now, <laughs> like for real. Okay, okay. So out of the, besides the quote that you have on the back of the book and the one you have on the shirt, what is another one of his lyrics that really touched your life? Um, I would say I'm integrated vertically. I should revolution. So integrated vertically means um you cut the middleman out all the way, and that's exactly what I did with this book. Um, I started making these books myself. Okay, because I didn't want to pay nobody to make them. So I was in the house actually with, with two printers, the computer <laughs> up, printing the books out. My kids is looking at me. I'm sitting there. They helping me shuffle up the books. We going like this, going through them, all the pages, putting them together, you know, get them cut at Office Depot every day. I was at Office Depot every day for six months. They oh, knew me man. every day. Oh, like they knew me. I didn't have to wait in line. I just would go up there. I could still go up there and they'll be like, oh, hey, how you doing, Dora? <laughs> Yeah, listen, guys, he's giving you guys the game. He's telling you what he did to self-publish. Do you think self-publishing is a better way to go than going with the traditional publisher? Um, I never went with the traditional publisher. I didn't even know the book-making process. Bro. Like I said, I okay. hated school. I, this is an oxymoron because I hated school, and here I am with a book. 
That's like, dope. <laughs> that's, dope. You know what I'm saying? It's not that many authors out there. Young black authors. Yeah. No, actually, it is a lot of us. And really? um, that's what I want to shine us on because it's a lot of us, but we don't really, uh, you know, we come together, but it's not a lot of places, I would say, for us to kind of sh- sell our books or, you know, it's hard to tell people to just read. Like, you don't even got to read my book, but, like, I know it's an author out here, a book that y'all can read, that y'all can support today. It's a thousand of them. You know, they say, well, I think the average American probably reads, what, like, four books a year or something like that? something crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't even think yeah. that's, I don't even think four books a year. That's, that's ridiculous. I would say less than that. Wow. I would go two. But it's crazy because everything that you need if in that, life or you can find is in a book. Like, that's the secret. Pick mm-hmm. up a book. Pick you up have a book libraries and, and they're free. Exactly. You got YouTube. YouTube is you know school work. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Yo, I listen, you know how many audio books I listen to on YouTube? So I would sit at work and I would just listen to audio books. Like I would just be sitting there for a whole eight hours. I would probably listen to probably two books a week. If that, it depends because sometimes you gotta pause them, then you gotta rewind <laughs> them back. But like it depends on the book. But you could go through like two books a week. What's your favorite book? What's what's hold on. What's your favorite book that you've read and what's the last book that you've read? My favorite one, huh? I got a couple favorite books. Uh, so I would say my favorite book is be would be How to Hustle and Win. That was the book that changed my life to make me. Uh, it's okay. by Supreme Understanding. Look that up. Um, it's a real, really good book. But uh, that was the book that changed my life. That pretty much got me to, you know, start thinking more critically, um, critical when it came to come to things and you know just assessing all the situations around me pretty much and that was at 25 33 so um it must have been a really good book yeah nah after that i don't picked up i don't even know how many books i read after that like i can't (laughs) even tell you how many books i don't because i don't flew through mad books um and the last book that i read would have to be uh the towel of inner peace i didn't finish reading it i'm still reading it because that's like a uh, you just go through that one. That's like sounds a, like a dope, a very dope the tower book. of inner peace. Yeah, man, you gotta get your, you get a line, man. That that kind of help you out a, a lot, man. Do you prefer audio books or do you prefer flipping through the pages? Uh, depends on the book. Okay, depends I, on the book. I like audio books. Um, if like I said, when I, when I'm at work, because I can't right. flip through the pages while I'm at work, because I gotta actually act, do something. Yeah. So audio books are great for work, but when I'm at home. I can read and then now I can highlight and then mm. I got sticky notes. So you could, so this is what you do. You put your sticky notes in there and you just, after every chapter, you just write like three things. What's crazy is I, I love the highlight. I don't do the sticky notes and I don't like audio books. Nah, listen. All right. So this is what you do. <laughs> what you do is whatever book that you really, really like, um, read it again, right? Mm. Um, and go through it with sticky notes and then. See, I go look at, with the highlighter the second time. Read yeah. it one time, then highlight yeah, it the second but time. Yeah, but nah, but when you highlight it, just write a sticky note. Just not for everything, but just a summary. Like, you might get to the end of the chapter. And now, when you go back to it another time, you're going to look, and then you're going to see where you were th- <laughs> where you were at, and you're going to be like, I interpreted it totally different now. And that's, that's the great that's thing so about true. books, so because true. you can read them over and over again, and your, your, your interpretation will be different every you time. You are 100%. I read a book four times and was like, damn, I'm just figuring this is what yeah, the book is really about. Yeah, that's what I'm But when you see that, when you see your notes, it, it, it'll help show you where you was at, and it'll help you show your progression. That's dope. So that'll, that's dope. that'll help you with that shift in your mind, because a lot of times we get stuck in the, man, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, or I'm not where I'm at. Where I was supposed to be at, but mm-hmm. if you see where your mom was at when you was reading this one book, 
and then you read it again and you're like man i'm i done caught on to some more things so dope, dope. i done grew some more so what is it about that book particular the one that changed your life what about stood out that made you change the most how to hustle like i said it just got me thinking more critical like so i anything i take in i i look at how it can affect my life so i from tv shows to what i'm looking at on the internet to who i'm actually talking to mm. um i look at how it can affect my life or you know how i'm responsible for you know the things in my life so do you believe the environment plays a major role in your success or failure in life i believe yeah and no okay so what's what you gotta elaborate on that what's the yes and the no nah because like you can be you know we both from brooklyn right so the situations that you come from in brooklyn like you could have went under Very just true. for just for just for being around but you but you're not that type of person you get what i'm saying but just being in that type of environment things can happen <laughs> you know what i'm saying but so that's why I was like a yeah and no, because yeah, I could still be doing my thing, but it could still be some craziness that happened because I'm in that environment and I'm not even near it and it can get to me mm-hmm. and overspill on me. But that still doesn't negate the fact that you have to have that mindset to say, yo, I'm not going to be here. Very true. Very true. I, I do believe that you have to make a decision. And when you and when you make the decision, you have to stand on it to, to help you go wherever you're trying to go in life. Most people don't ever want to make a decision, so they end up stuck. Exactly. Just like it's crazy because it's amazing that you you wrote a book mm-hmm. and you use musical lyrics to turn around and inspire the next person in their day to day life. That's super dope. Super yeah, dope. Because that's that's what I've learned. That that's how I learned. So like in school, I learned writing, reading, math, stuff like that. But I learned about life listening to rap. Mm. Like rap taught me about life. Like I can, you know, we could just talk in quotes. Like just go any whole quote like i said a nip give quote. us give us a whole quote yeah give us a whole quote give us a whole quote um to all my brothers it ain't too late to come together because too much black and too much love equals too much forever and yeah. i mean that's kind of almost self-explanatory especially for what's going on right now we are definitely in challenging times right now definitely are in challenging times you know what i'm saying and that could we see i could put that in the while we talking and just mm-hmm. have that in there you know so it's yeah, just that, that that quote must have definitely made a major impact on your life, definitely. Yeah, because if we come together, we're unstoppable. Out of out of the out of the artists that you selected to be in your book, which one were you the most surprised ended up in the book? Hmm. Who was I surprised that ended up in the book? Um I don't know, because I I honestly listen to every maybe the stick man. Cause I don't really listen to Stickman like that, and I had to put like a verse from Stickman in there. But I mean, everybody else on there, I pretty much <laughs> listen to. So it's like, I mean, yeah, it depends on like the day, like who I'm listening. So to. what are you currently listening to as far as music goes? What am I currently listening to? I was listening to that new Davies, that Karma Three. How was it? I haven't listened to it yet. It's good. First listen was good. I gotta okay. listen to it again, but first listen was good. I liked it. That's dope. That's super dope. Dave getting better. What, I'm gonna say, what do you what do you see for him and his trajectory of his career? Nah, I think Dave getting better. Like as like as far as like I guess making CDs wise, like quality CDs. I guess they would say like for just for the masses, mm-hmm. like they are getting more top notch. Like even Super with every dope. album, so as you can just see the progression. Like you just coming along. I like it. Mm. So let's let's get let's get back to the book. So when you were writing the book, the mm-hmm. moment that you felt like this is this is just taking this process is just taking too too long. What was 
the thing that says, you know what, I gotta push through? Uh, saying that I was gonna do it, mm. and then knowing that I had people in the group, like basically holding me accountable to that. So do you think accountability partners are, are great resources to have if you're trying to accomplish something? Yes, yes. Accountability partners are excellent resources for you to have. Mm. You know, you need somebody to be like, yo, didn't you say you was gonna do that? <laughs> or they, if you call them, you're like, you know, last time I spoke to you, you was on this, but now you're on this. Like, what's going on? Okay, okay. You know. So once the book was done, who was the first person that read the book outside of you? Who was the first person to read the book? Um, I don't even know, bro. That's a good question. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I don't even know who read the book, man. I'll, yeah, that's tough because I had put it out and I had did like pre-orders. I know my cousin Dre, he was the first one to buy. Okay. Dre and my man Rich in New York, he was the first one to buy. They was the first two to buy. So I would say one of them two, I guess, would be the mm. first ones to read it. Did, did you, were you, when you, when you, once the book was finished and completed, were you nervous about putting it out? Yeah. Um, I was, I wasn't really nervous about putting it out. I wanted it to be perfect. Okay. So I wanted it to be perfect and I wanted to have everything lined up, right? So I had bumped into a friend of mine, another black author, okay. um, my man Sadiq. I bumped into him at Home Depot and I was like, you know, he was like, Yo, ain't you got the book coming out? Cause he was in the group. And so he knew that I was coming out with the book and everything. I was like, yeah, you know, I got it coming out, but I got, you know, this, that, that, and the third that I got going on first before I could get the book out. He was like, man, you know, it's like a billion books that get printed out every year <laughs> by different people, like put the book out. And, and that was like really all the push I really needed. Like, mm. just put it out, like get it out there, like stop playing. So how's 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 everything been going with the pandemic? I, mean, I know you can't get out and do the fairs anymore and get moving around because the pandemic, everything is shut down. How has that impacted everything that you're trying to accomplish so far? Um, it slowed things down a little bit, but not really. Actually, it picked up more, man, because like I said, too much black, too much love equal too much forever. And because everybody's seen what's going on, I've been getting more support from us That's and dope. everybody. Um, so it's just been just love for real. Um. I, I just go outside, bro. I'm out the trunk with this. Like I said, Nip, you know, Master P, like all these people. Out like, the I'm trunk. out the trunk, man. I'll pull up on anybody, and they know that. Like, you see me, I'll pull up on you and just yell, hey, let me let me talk to you real quick, show you my book, and I'll sell it to you right there mm. on the spot. So I, do you have samples of the book, or how, do, how does are you just get, are you just selling the whole book? I got samples, and I got the book. Mm. So I got, like, little 30-day samples and stuff like that, but I want you to buy the book. Okay. But okay. I give the samples out to, you know, people. We have a great conversation. Listen, like, got to yeah. get them hooked. Got to get them hooked. Definitely, definitely. I like I like them samples, though. Them samples <laughs> is cool, man. <laughs> them samples is tough. Out the trunk and get samples. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely Listen, out the trunk. Old school economics. You got to make it work. That's a fact. So what's what's next on the, what's next for you on the horizon as far as being an author? Uh, Marketing. Okay. Uh, are there any more books coming in the near future or – uh, I wouldn't. I couldn't even tell you that, bro. This this happened not because I wanted to. Like I set out to do it, okay. so um, I don't really put that out there. Like it can happen. Like I can write another book. <laughs> like just because I seen how it is. Um, but the actual to write another book right now, I haven't really got that. I tried to. Not even I tried. I started writing uh, part two for this. Oh, that's dope. But uh, so I slowed up because I wanted to get this out. 
So I wanted to focus on one thing at a time. That's what I learned throughout this process, man. You got to focus on one thing. So focusing mm. on one thing, getting rap goals out there. So now I got rap goals out there. Now it's out there as a household name type things. Now you, okay, I got number two because I'm still working on it. Okay. Got that right behind. I got this and I got that. Now I'm just hitting you with everything behind <laughs> with the loaded clip. Now you're just going. It don't look like Definitely. you're scrambling. Working, working. Listen, the book is a super amazing accomplishment, super dope. Um, My next question would be, with rap goals out now mm-hmm. and marketing the next phase, is there a particular platform that you love to market on or? Uh, I'd mostly be on YouTube and Instagram. Okay. And Facebook. I mean, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, they're pretty much all connected in some. Okay. So, anyway. th- as far as the traditional marketing goes versus social media, what you think has, which as the as they both have evolved, which one do you like more? I like talking to people. Okay. Uh, I mean, social media and all that stuff is cool and everything because you can get that across to the masses really, really fast and like seconds. But um, I like interacting and actually talking to people and for them to, you know, understand where this book is coming from and understand where I was coming from with the book. And, you know, just to get that connection because then I know, you know, they'll, they might not read it, but for the most part, I know they'll they'll open it up. They'll understand. Nah, they'll open it up. They'll definitely open it up and read a few pages. <laughs> now, I ain't going to say they're going to finish it, but, yeah, that's up to them, though. But, see, that's okay. what this whole thing is. It's up to you. This, is, this journey, this life, it's all up to you. Like, I can tell you every step you need to do every day but if you don't do it then that's on you okay dope dope so some of so some of the people who have read it so far what's the feedback feedback you've been getting excellent definitely great dope like excellent great dope this is are crazy they, are people surprised when they see one of their favorite artists in the book all the time oh man all the time that's what gets them like oh you got big crit in here oh shit like that's crazy. I'm like, ah, right, yeah, definitely. Because crit that guy, man. Like, of course super I got to get him in there. You know, so like, oh, they'll see somebody else in there. They'll see Cole. They'll see a Kendrick. They're like, oh, all right. They'll see a Chance. I'm like, okay. Okay, okay. What Do you have a favorite a favorite quote from Chance the Rapper? Um, Chance Chance quote was, um, I'm just having fun with it. What was the song with him and Kanye? Ultra Light Beam. He was like, oh, I'm just, yeah. I'm just having fun with him. my ex looking back at me like a pillow of salt. So <laughs> I was like, I listen to Chance music whenever I want to feel happy. Okay. So if I'm in the bad mood, I'm gonna throw some Chance on you. <laughs> like <laughs> you gonna feel, you know, that's dope. That's you gonna feel dope. better. So that's what, you know, that day was um, particularly talking about, like what type of music you use to get you, you know, in a better mood. And Chance was just. Something that Chance. I listen to that give me a better <laughs> move, man. I just having fun with it, man. Like, but I think that's what life is about. Life is about the journey and having fun with the process. People mm-hmm. lose sight of that because we want the we want the objectives now, but the process is where the magic happens. Exactly, the process is where it's at. You know, uh, that's that's what this. I say you could be a success in a year, right? But mm-hmm. in all reality, success is really what you make it, and that's an ongoing journey. So it cannot I, be in a year. Like, no, like. Listen, it takes six like, months. They say it takes six months to build a Toyota and 13 months to build a Rolls Royce. Which one do you want? There you go. <laughs> but you know what I see is a lot of people struggle with that for the fact that they want, they see, because of social media, instant gratification is so extreme in our communities nowadays. Yeah, that instant gratification. I always give them the 409. So one day I heard a story about uh, 409. You know the spray? No, nah, I don't. You know the the cleanest spray. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. All right, yes. so you know what you know why it's named four hundred nine. I don't because they failed four hundred eight times. 
Oh wow! So Jesus, imagine, <laughs> imagine you doing something, and you fail. Imagine you on fail number twenty. A lot of times you're gonna quit. Most people gonna quit by fail number five. They ain't quit. That's a fail. Four hundred and eight. That's you get, crazy. And I understand. You get what I'm saying. So like, you gotta have that type of mentality. That's crazy. Like, yeah, I'm at thirty times if I fail, but shit. Maybe 31 of a crack. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> crazy is, so I just finished watching a video not too long ago. That I might misquote it by Tony Robbins. And he said he had seen, he had read an article of a gentleman who was searching for gold. Mm-hmm. And he had searched, been searching for gold for 26 years. Mm. It, was, it, was like a ga- it was like a galley of, uh, supposed to be like worth a billion dollars worth of gold. So he was searching for 26, 26 years. years. And on the 27th year, he found, I think, the gold. He found a galley with the gold, but it was worth like half a billion dollars. And he was like, yo, how much, what does it take for a person to continue 26 years to accomplish your goal? Exactly. Like that's, and it's like, it's crazy because so many people stop just short of the goal. Well, I mean, you, you know why a lot of people stop? Because they're looking at the end result and not um, looking at with the accomplishments that they had mm-hmm. like throughout the journey. So when you start doing that and counting your wins, like you count the small wins, like everything is like if you start counting your small wins they'll they'll outweigh your your losses like okay. every day so if you waking up you breathing that's a win you got two arms you got two legs that's a win right i got both my eyes that's a win <laughs> so you see what i'm saying like the, the list is adding up yeah somebody might have said some messed up stuff to me and that got me mad today this morning but that's only one thing on my list of losses but then i got like seven things to combat that with wins you know what I'm saying? So it kind of shifts that mindset. So outside of a, a, a particular rap lyric, what's one of your favorite quotes? One of my favorite quotes? Um, hmm. What is one of my favorite quotes? Life is going to be difficult. And once you figure out life is difficult, it will no longer be difficult. Mm, that's dope. That's, <laughs> that's a Brown. dope one right there. That's a dope one right there. Les Brown. <laughs> yeah, like, like life is difficult. And once you realize that life is difficult, it's no longer going to be difficult for you. Very true. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? Like, Les Brown is a wise guy. No matter what situ like no matter what you want to do, like so if you don't go with your goal, your life is gonna be tough because you're fact. gonna probably hate it because you didn't go about your what's your goal. Very true. And if you're going for your goal, there's gonna be some obstacles in that and it's gonna be difficult. So like either way it's gonna be difficult. So you might as well just go with something that's fun. Definitely. You like, definitely you might as well like why well I'll be miserable if I could just go with something fun. Like Man, I once met a billionaire and he said, in order for you to have success in anything in life, you gotta have passion behind it. Have yeah. to. That's true. That's honest. That's the honest of God truth. Cause that because nobody's gonna feel like like people can feel it. True. Like very people true. can feel if you got passion or not. Like honestly, people can feel it. Like if I talk to somebody and they and they see me talking, they like about the book, they like I'm gonna buy the book because you had so much passion, and I can feel the mm. energy just coming off of the book. Energy is transferable, definitely. And so they see that they like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> That's dope. That's super dope. So, this is the part of the show where we talk about the four elements. Okay. And I'm gonna mention four different terms, and I just want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind once you hear the term. All right. The first term is belief. Belief. You gotta believe, like. It's no obstacles. That's day number one. It's a day for everything, bro. You got to believe like it's no obstacles. That's J. Cole. It's day one. Rap goals. Come on. Let's go. The second <laughs> term is learn. Learn. Um, my, my, my. As the world turns, today if I don't earn, best believe I'm going to learn. Big Sean. <laughs> it's in the book, too. 
The third term is understand. Understand. Let's see. Mm, understand. Man, I don't know if I got one off the top of my head for understand, but uh, what am I answering? Like, what's the first thing that comes to mind? First thing that like, comes to mind, you had a term. Um, Understanding, I think I have to do more research because I want to overstand the situation. I want to okay. look over top. I want to be bird's eye view. I want to see everything that's going on. But, you know, understanding you know, underneath. Okay. I want to know, like, what's going on bird's So the view. final term is educate. Always educate, no matter what. Okay. Always. Guys, those are the final four terms. So the last question of the evening is, how has being an author made a shift in your life? It showed me it's it's just another, it's a new way. Like, um, it's just a new way to do things. Because, like I said, I never... I don't think I ever met like anybody in my immediate circle that was an author, bro. Like I, I can't lie to you right now and tell you somebody who was in my immediate circle that was, that's a straight up author. So, um, you know, it taught me, you know, like I said, something different, and then it also just exposed me to just new things and people. Okay. Really. Well, listen, tell the fans where they can find the book and tell them where they can follow you at. Uh, everything is rap goals. So my website is rapgoals.com. My YouTube is Rap Goals. My Facebook is Rap Goals. My Instagram is Rap Goals. Uh, you can find my, you can watch my Instagram and YouTube videos. I do daily videos every day to follow along with the book. So for a lot of people who say they don't like to read, you can watch the videos and go along with it that way, right? Um, like I said, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everything is Rap Goals. <laughs> <laughs> like everything is Rap Goals, man. Responsibility, accountability, progression. It's dope. Well, guys, this is episode five, Conversations with Kenny. It's your boy, Kenny Barrett. Look forward to tuning in next week. We'll see you guys then. All right.